And hello, everyone. Welcome back to That Book Nerd Life. It's your host, A.T. Conti. Guys, thank you so much for being ever so patient with me. I know it has actually been quite a while since I have been on with you guys. Trust me, you guys have been on my mind, and I know I've been speaking to uh, some of you as well, too, just in terms of books out there and th- new things that's been going on in the literary world, and we are, you know, I'm definitely excited to jump back into it for this summer. A lot of you have been asking me, are you okay? Are you alive? Yes, I am. I am fully alive. I am fully well. It's just life had a little extra surprise for me um, right after I think our last show in February I found out I was pregnant with my first kid and so it has been an interesting first trimester filled with nausea and ginger ale which I'm officially sick of so don't try to send that to me and um, new balances I had to learn for myself. And so on air, I like to formally apologize to my poor husband because I put him through absolutely hell. But he is a trooper, and that's why I married him. Um, but for the most part, you know, we are in a good sweet spot now. Second trimester is awesome. And I have all my energy back, and I'm ready to get back up and rolling with you guys as well too so for the summer what we're going to be doing is we're kind of going on a expedited book tour when i call what i call expedited book book tour is that we're going to kind of explore the books that we had originally planned for this past spring and we're going to kind of go into it so that it also includes children of of blood and bone that includes dread sorry dread nation um, and also that includes um, another book as well, too, which is solely f- coming out of my brain. Oh, pregnancy brain is killing me right now. Um, but the listing will be on our website at thatbnl.com. You guys can jump into it. So we'll be going over those books um, over the next two months or so. And then we'll have a conversation about it over the next couple of weeks as well. So if you guys have any other suggestions of books that you like to see or you know that's coming out, this fall definitely send me a line either on twitter at that bnl or to our email that bnl at gmail.com and we'll definitely definitely deliberate over it and see who we can jump on for our round talks and speaking of round talks a show would not be a show unless we had our illustrious guests and online we actually have a illustrious guest she has a show all to herself so i really hope she enjoys this with us um we have shay hollis hollis way and she is the author of uh, actually a, a poetry collection as well she has a new book coming out which she'll be explaining to us shay are you there i am hi hi shay how's everything how's your day going um, my day is going uh, pretty well. Uh, it's been pretty busy this morning, but it's slowed down into the afternoon. So, Oh, isn't it great when things actually start quieting down rather than actually ratcheting up? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. Jay, where are you from? I am from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. Okay. You know what? I think I 
for some reason I was traveling a bit and I actually ran through your town and I don't remember why you know what actually it was for college so college bad space we're moving on anyway so yes you (laughs) are a author and you also write poetry tell us about that well I've been writing poetry since I learned how to write and of course it went from being you know mediocre things for school then it apparently got very good to the point where people told me that I had to publish and had to publish and had to publish. So I kind of gave into peer pressure and published my first book in 2015. And then I republished it with a note of my first book of 12 poems in 2015. And then I republished it with an extra poem, a 13th poem um, with more, uh, more information like I have a face with my Twitter angle and my Facebook angle and all that in the book as well. Awesome. And so, you know, I had to do my research on you as well too. And, and I, and I saw your, your blog and your website. Is that something you really keep, keep with And I saw the beautiful colors as well too, in terms of the snow and like that. Is that part of your process as well too, for inspiration? Yes, I actually, um, it's not in the book, but I did actually started writing poetry again, as well as the second book that I'm working on. And I did put, put up, I do put up pieces of poetry that I am working on that I'll put eventually in a second book, a second poetry collection, I should say. You know, I always find poetry to be like a really interesting thing because, you know, there are those who don't really appreciate it, but there are those who are absolutely fascinated by it. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm really of the latter with it because I used to write poetry myself when I was a kid. And so um, do you find it almost um, therapeutic for you to, to write your poetry? It is. Um, it's a lot of, it's a way for me to get things out there that, because who wants to talk, right? So right, it's a way for right. me to get, things out that need to be got out it's a way to put out respect for people that I have it's a way to just get things out that need to be getting out, gotten out right Shay you still there yep I'm still okay. here oh sorry no I had a, had a quick flip up there no I mean that you know it's it, it's it's true and I think that's one of the great facets about poetry is that it allows you to get into a greater depth of feeling that you don't realize you were feeling at the time until it actually gets onto paper and you can really kind of read back to yourself in terms of like what you're feeling. Um, you know, this, this new book that you're getting into, um, it's a, it's a departure though from poetry, right? It is. It's an actual fiction book. Cause I, also write short stories I've written short stories like my entire life and I've always what people have always said oh well, you need to make it break it longer or we need an ending to it and I've never actually finished um, any of my short stories or made it longer until now I finally finished one and it should be coming out August 23rd awesome so let's so let, let, let's talk about this one what was it about this particular story that made you want to finish it well it it's about it's not a a biography, I should say, but it's, 
or an autobiography, but it is based on things that have happened in my life. And it's also a dedication to one of my very close friends. And he's been dying for me to finish it. He would not leave me alone about it. <laughs> so it's a, a little story of little adventures that we've had together. Some are more fictionalized. Some are based on actual events. So we, he's been begging me, begging me, begging me to finish it. He felt so honored that I even wrote that one of the characters was based off him. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll finish it for you. I'll put it out there. You can buy it. You can buy it for your whole family. Go ahead. I don't care. I'll, I'll put it out there for you. So how long have, have you been working on this? Um, I've been working on it all, all, um, since August of last year. Okay. Okay. How was the uh, editing process for you? I know that usually is a beast of a thing. We have to go back and edit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> editing is terrible because writing, I love writing. Grammar, not so much. So yeah. it's like I edit one. I send it out to people to edit it. Like, hey, can you just look at this? Because I, and anytime I've had anybody else edit my work, it's always been, oh, no, the storyline's great. It's just, you know, it's and it's and there, there, there's and all of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I... I definitely agree with you. Going through my first novel um, was an ordeal. I'm just going to be real straight up. It was an ordeal because I fought with that book. I hated the book. I loved the book, but then I hated it again. And it, it was like, you know, it's one of those things where you want it just to be finished and you see it in your head and then you go back to it. You're like, okay, I got to clarify what I'm talking about because it didn't <laughs> paper. <laughs> um so, so you've been working on this since August, and so now it's going to be available now this upcoming August. If you had to give one great line about the book, what would you say about it? I would say that it is a tearjerker, and it's a it definitely it's captivating. It keeps you on your toes to find out what happens. Okay. Okay, what would be like the, the, the target audience for this? The target audience would probably be to be about 18 to 30 because okay. it's relatable in that way. Okay, so like new adult-ish. Right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, is, it, is it urban? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of like setting-wise, you know, is it kind of, you know, kind of set the, 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 the setting for me does it take place in a fictional place does it take place in an actual city where does it take uh, where does everything happen it takes place in a town that I guess would resemble Harrisburg it's not exactly urban okay I would say it's more what does it say realistic fiction I suppose okay okay so yeah, it really could be like real life kind of thing yes Okay. Who would you say we are your literary um, inspirations? Um, gosh, um, I just met one of them recently. I went to a bookstore to uh, to see her, and I can't. Her name escapes me, and it's terrible. Um, I, of course, I like learning in school. Ernest Hemingway was always my favorite uh, mm-hmm. to read about, and then I recently read a book by Kathleen Gaslow called Girl in Pieces so she's one of my she inspired me to write again in, in the first place when I read her book uh, when okay. I read that book I definitely so top three books would be her book possibly yes definitely she's okay. I could read that over and over and over again <laughs> uh, how, about, how about the other two uh, let's see Girl in Pieces uh a redeeming love and Anna of Green Gables. 
Oh, good. That's a good classic one. That's a good one. I like that one. And Redeeming Love is by who? Francine Rivers. Oh, I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, my God. I love that book. Oh, my oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that book. I could not put it down, and I was bawling by the end of it. I was just like, oh, my God. I can't it. <laughs> He's too good for her. We never, we will never amount to it. I ever. I was in tears. Like, I, at one point, I really felt like I had to put it down because I was getting really emotional about it, but then I couldn't put it down because I needed to know what happened. What happened? Yes, the oh. whole time. We're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Is oh. it gonna is it gonna be finished? Is it gonna I know, like, is it gonna leave her? Is she gonna make it? Is she gonna stop <laughs> making such choices? Oh. <laughs> Guys, really, like you have to read like you have to read this book. It is so good. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Because I was thinking about, oh please save Francine Rivers, please say Rancy because I know someone I know. Oh, such a good book. Oh, my God. Okay, let me stop. Um, so I can tell we have some similar tastes. So that's, uh, so that's, that's, that's really cool. <laughs> um, you know, so would you say writing was your main job or do you, it's a side hustle for you? Um, it was both, actually. It was a side hustle for a very long time and now it is my main job. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. So what were, what were you doing before? Um, just working customer service jobs and you realize, you know, I really hate, you know, working for other people and then working mm-hmm. with people in difficult settings. You're just like, wow, can I keep mm-hmm. doing this for the next 20 years? I want to yes. do something that makes me happy. Yes, I hear you that one. I hear you. I mean, my, my main goal really is to be at that level as well too. The, the, the writing is, has been mainly of a side hustle for me and I love doing it and allows me to kind of escape from the atrocities of working for somebody else but you know it's one of those things where it's a great it's a great escape you know to to write and have that freedom for it I definitely hear you on that um so in terms of where would you like to be in a couple of years then in a like a couple of years I think I'd like to be on someone's bestsellers list I would like to (laughs) Uh, hopefully be there if not just to get the just to get stories out not so much about like the fame or making a lot of money just to get the stories out so they resonate with someone are you going to go back to the stories that you have written already and then expand on those uh probably if i can find them all definitely give me something to think about or maybe combine a few that are similar definitely is there a particular genre you're going to stick to uh, probably realistic fiction. I'd like to venture off into fantasy at some point, but I'm okay. afraid because you really got to come hard. Like J.K. Rowling, definitely she raised the bar for that one. If you were in a for new fantasy, <laughs> raised the bar for everybody. You can't. You have to come correct. That's definitely true. <laughs> oh, that's cool though. I mean, are, are there? I mean, I'm I'm a fantasy head. Like I just I I adore fantasy. Um is you know do you have a particular storyline that you're even thinking about because i know our our, re- our readers are big fantasy fans i this i have this story in my head that i've kind of i've worked on in the past and it's one of those short stories that i didn't finish of um a big like a big land far off land where there's a princess and she falls falls in love with the help and then there's a war and she has to find a way to save her cat her save her save her kingdom and there's dragons and 
discovers magic and all of that stuff. But like I said, it's still an idea that I'm just working on. Hey, it sounds like you got some good pieces in there. <laughs> you saw you got some really good pieces in there. I mean, you know, I mean, people say it's it's so cliche, but honestly, you really can't go wrong with dragons and princesses. You know, you really can't. There's there's a, there's, there's something element about that that just resonates with you. Maybe because we since we were kids, we've always been told, you know, the princess in the tower and the dragon yeah. <laughs> to come for her and she has to be rescued and blah blah blah. blah. Uh, but that's great though. So in 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 you know in in going through your literary journey, what would you say would be a great lesson that you learned from going through the process of going from poetry, going through your short stories to elaborating to a much larger story, going through the process of editing and whatnot. What are some lessons that you can probably impart on my readers? I mean, on my listeners. Oh, one of the things I've learned through the literary journey and from my father Uh, is you have to put yourself out there. You can't be afraid to. And you're going to put yourself out there. Some people will like it. Some people will not. But that's not a reason for you to stop writing. Mm, That's true. Someone will like your writing. Someone will like it. And some people won't. And that's okay. Because just like some people will like you and some people won't. And you have to deal with that. (laughs) That is true, too. That's definitely true. Um, If you had to be on an island by yourself. And you can only bring three things with you. What would you bring? Um, if I could bring three things, wow. Uh, probably an endless supply of food and water, and probably my phone. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can download books on my uh, Kindle. <laughs> but what if there's no service? Then what you gonna do? If there's no service, then I will bring just probably a lifetime supply of food, a lifetime supply of water, and all the books I can read in my little short little lifetime. <laughs> I hope I hope you have a very large arms because you need to carry all that stuff onto the. Oh island. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. That's another good question. What's I, I like I like picking my guest brain about random stuff because you know I mean I'm trying to give our readers a really good sense of who you are. Um, favorite vacation spot? Ooh, my favorite vacation spot probably a cabin up in Maine. I've never been up there, but that's one of my on my um my bucket list of places to go. Oh, okay. So cliche with the whole going up and locking yourself in a cabin and writing for hours. <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is that the sole reason why you want to go up there? You want to be that that writer who looks out and just sees all the trees and is like a feeling <laughs> Partly, yeah, and I'd like, like to take my son up there too and get him in all accustomed with nature. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Okay. Favorite food? Favorite food have to be seafood love it oh okay my husband is a big seafood but which which kind of seafood though there has to be a particular one that you will like hands down could eat forever hands down i would say crab but it's so much work to get it out so i'm gonna have to go with shrimp 
Okay, okay, that's that's, that's cool. Okay, <laughs> Crab and I we don't have a great relationship, but shrimp shrimp could definitely do shrimp. <laughs> Favorite dessert. Favorite dessert, anything chocolate. Uh, devil's chocolate cake, whatever that's called, or the triple chocolate cake with like the little chocolate bits on it. I, I love it. Okay. Chocolate's cool too. You know, I have fan members who tell me that they hate chocolate and I don't want to talk to them at all. Yeah, exactly. You're like, wait, what? How you hate chocolate? What did chocolate ever do to you? Did chocolate hit you or something? Like, come on. They're like, no, I like strawberry. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like that's just crazy. Like what? Um, okay. Uh, let's see. What else can we ask Miss Shay? Oh, here's a good one. Um, if you had to lose one of your senses, which sense would you gladly give up? I think it would be smell. Because with my ears, I can listen to music. With my eyes, I can read. And I have to be able to... Well, that would affect my taste. But I need to be able to touch things. So I would have to go with smell. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. For me, I think... Oh, my. Even, even me answering this question is, is kind of off for me. I have to listen to music because that's my process. I have to listen to something. Um, touch. I have to keep... And my sight, I'd have to keep. You know what? I could probably give away my sense of taste because I'm not, you know, for food is great, but I don't necessarily have to enjoy it. So I would give away my taste, even though probably my sense of smell might be affected by that too. But I would give a give away my sense of taste to make sure I have everything else. That's weird. Now I think about that. How would I do that? Everything would taste the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I you know, I just thought of that myself. I'm like, oh wow, that's kind of that's kind of weird, Chris. Um anyway. <laughs> um last question. This is your chance to give a last minute pitch for your book to our listeners. So you have thirty seconds, sell your book, say whatever you would like to say, put it on the table and go okay uh scarred and faceless is 13 poems about life that i think everyone can relate to i think that everyone would enjoy they'll make you laugh they'll make you cry they'll make you fall in love and the misadventures of adonis and cat which will be coming out in august you'll fall in love with it trust me it's captivating and it's a tearjerker and you'll love it you still got 10 seconds 10 seconds um both books are both books are great and they're definitely worth 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 getting to know. Got it. <laughs> you did it. You did good, girl. You did good. You did good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it was it was so great talking to you, Shay. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Feel free yes. to come back. Once the book is out, we can definitely have a conversation with our readers as well, too, to let them have a say in terms of how they think about the book. We can get a conversation about it. You know, we can definitely keep the space online as well, too, on Twitter and on our website as well. Shay? Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It's been, too. Thanks for having me. <laughs> anytime, anytime. And, guys, I'll be putting Shay's information up on our website, like I said earlier, 
um, to make sure that you have the link to her current book and also to her new book that is coming out August 23rd. Uh, be sure to be on the lookout for that. Put that on your wish list. If your birthday is coming up, like my birthday is coming up soon on 7-11, just throwing that out there. <laughs> if you want to be, uh, give me a quick shout out, I would not be opposed to it. Um, but again, Shay's book will be coming out fairly soon. Be on the lookout for it. And we'll definitely make sure that you guys stay in the know on Shay's blog, on the new stuff Shay is working on, etc., etc., etc. Um, and we're going to close right then and there. So, guys, again, it's been great to get back on the line with you guys. Um, I can't wait to show you guys the new schedule that we'll have coming up soon. And uh, we'll get back into it just like we did before. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.